Hello, I'm Simon Clark. I'm CEO of American Lithium. We are a lithium development company with assets in Nevada uh, Peru and Peru. And uh, we also own the world's fifth largest undeveloped uranium asset uh, called Makasani. How are you? I'm good. Welcome good, to London. Good to be here in person. We, you, you're back home to you know, your, your roots, aren't you? We're well, getting yeah, English, yeah. Scottish. What are we going I, today? Uh, well, uh, Scottish, Scottish always. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're at the conference. How's things going over there? Great to be back in person. Uh, yeah. it, it's not back to maybe full steam, but it's mm. uh, it's pretty good. It's well attended. Okay. And there's a real good buzz around the place. And he's so. sort of seeing is there a retail family office institution? Uh, family there... offices, a, a, f a few funds, yeah, some bankers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's good to get back in what the saddle. They, what do they want out of you? Look, come on. I, first, I've got to say this. Billion dollar company, right? Billion dollar company. Big shot. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't quite <laughs> I'm say kidding, that. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's a billion dollar company, but there's, there's a sort of expectation on you when you reach that sort of those sorts of dizzy heights from the institutional guys and others as to you know how you continue this growth story, right? There's a bit of pressure yeah. on you now. Absolutely. It's the truth. There's, there's definitely pressure, but... Um, you know, I think it's fortunate. Obviously, the sector's had a great run. Yeah. Um, I think people are starting to recognize the potential of the assets we picked up when we acquired mm -hmm. Plateau. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no doubt that I think our timing on that was really good. And, yeah. uh, you know, I think Falchani as a lithium deposit was really unknown and uh, undervalued. Uh, you know, it's a high grade at surface. I was actually in Peru a month ago, first, so first time I was able to go and kick the tires. But it's an right. exceptional asset, really strong team down there. Um, and then, you know, uh, Uranium's obviously had a good run. And the fact that we, we also control Makasani, yeah. you know, I think is becoming more and more known. I th see, I, you said something there which kind of resonated with me, which is you're getting recognition for the deal that you did with Plateau, right? Yes. As in Peru, had been difficult elections and, and, and you know, socialist mm -hmm. conversations in, in the press, et cetera. But the, the reality is that you picked up quite a good deal, quite yep. a good price, didn't get the recognition for a long time, and all of a sudden something's, something's changed. What, what is it? Well, I, I think part of it is the sector, because, you know, I mean, when, when, we, when we made the acquisition, you know, we were in discussions late last year. It's the bottom of the cycle, I think. LCE was six and a half thousand a ton. It's now twenty five thousand. That helps. That helps. And then there was a run up early this year, and then we made the acquisition as it was consolidating. So mm -hmm. the, I think over the summer it was pretty quiet, mm -hmm. and we were able to just bed things down, really start to get the Peruvian team also involved in what we're doing in Nevada. Yeah. And um, and then the sector obviously has has really come back strongly. And uh, you know, we got out, started to tell the story, raise yeah. raise some money. So that. So I think I think what you're also seeing is, we historically were a, a very much a retail play, and yeah. now we're becoming an institutional play. We've had a couple of shops come out with research. You know, yeah. Roth last week with a 750 target out of the U.S. Ollie O'Donnell in London at VSA upgraded his, and we have a couple of the Canadian banks coming. So mm. I think it's getting out, telling the story, becoming more of an institutional play. And as I say, I think people are, are looking at Falchani. It's high grade, it's a great asset. Yeah. And also, you know, we really now, I think, through that, that acquisition, rounded out our team, you know, with Lawrence and Ted and the technical ability that that's now flowing into what we're doing in Nevada. <laughs> 
Definitely. I, you know, I valued that when you said it, when I obviously spoke with Lawrence, it was, it was quite apparent what that, what that done to boosting the team up. But here's, here's the but bit to it. It's also, investing is also about timing. Yep. If you get the thesis right, the, the timing will come. Yep. And that seems to be what's, what's happening here, right? It's happening, obviously, in lithium. Yeah. Uranium, too. Yes. But what are you? A lithium-uranium story or are you a lithium story? I mean, what are you? We're a lithium story with a really nice uranium asset. Right. Um, and an asset that we, we, we've made clear that we're not going to let it go. I mean, we've had people offering us, you know, to take it off our hands and wanting to do things with it. And um, our view is it's too early and there's, right. there's some near-term stuff we can do to strengthen the value more whilst the sector continues to, to get stronger in our view. Um, so, you, you know, we will do something with it. We are a right. lithium story. Okay. But, um, you know, Lawrence and Ted built that asset over 15 years. So it's a 15-year overnight success story, if you like. They're the best. And, well, <laughs> to my mind, they have to be involved in whatever vehicle it goes. I mean, we're not going right. to lose them on the lithium side. Yeah. But, you know, they can go on the board. We put it in its own vehicle. Um, right. And then, you know, raise money for it. And it's an independent company that we retain a decent right. stake. Right, so again, timing is going to be important on that. Yeah. I mean, Uranium has had a good run this year, but I yeah. think there's a ways to go. Are you under any pressure to do that sooner rather than later? No, no, okay. we're really not. We can choose our timing on it. Um, and again, it's a great asset. I, I was there a month ago, so it was the first time I saw it. Mm. Um, and the relationships and the community support we have there, it's a real testament to Lawrence and those guys. So. That's always a critical element that you don't want to, to lose. So we're just focused on what is the right, right way to package it up that's going to maximize benefit for us and our shareholders, but also give it the opportunity to really, you know, get the right valuation in the market uh, in, a, in a pure play uranium vehicle. So, so how do you approach something like that, right? I, I, I get the, the spin out and I think they're allowed to have a pure play lithium story, mm -hmm. people, easier people, people to understand with scale. Nice. Yeah. But you've got people lined up wanting to take it off your hands. And we're seeing all sorts of players out there with, with, from different backgrounds, experience, skill sets, access, I'm talking capital and uh, capital markets. Uh, have you got in your mind the, the sort of group that you would prefer? Because you can make a quick buck. Yeah. Or you can work with someone who can build this thing out into something more meaningful. So wh where's your head at? Yeah, we, we, we want to see it built out into something meaningful. I mean, I think this... You know, on, on size-wise, it's the fifth largest undeveloped one. But I think the other point people miss with Makassani is the only place in the world that you can actually, you know, operate cheaper is Kazakhstan. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the cost of recovery at Makassani in the PA was $17 a pound. You know, it's a, it's, it's a great cost base. And that that's out of date. We think those numbers get better still. Okay. So, you know, we want to make sure it's a quality team. Um, and we don't want to lose the relationships and the knowledge that Ted and Lawrence have. I think that will yeah. be key yeah. to also really driving value. And obviously, as American Lithium, we want to keep a, a decent stake and we want to make sure our shareholders all benefit from it as well. Okay, so there's a, there's a kind of upside kicker for your shareholders at the point you decide to yep. spend that out. Okay, that's nice. You are pure, will then be a pure play Lithium story. So mm -hmm. better talk, talk Lithium a little bit. Yeah. We'll stick with Peru though. In yeah. terms of what, 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 what's happening on the ground? Well, we, as, as you know, we have our own rigs down there. So um, we have all of the 
the permits in place mm -hmm. to start drilling. We, all we were waiting for is the final sign-off in Lima. Mm -hmm. The key to anything in Peru is community support. So we have all of our community agreements there. We have our camp in the communities. They mm -hmm. support the camp. They support what we're doing on the ground. It's a great scenario, so much so that when I was in Peru, mm. the community leaders from those six communities flew to Lima and met with the president right. and said, you know, we want you to do everything you can to help us advance lithium in this area. So nice. it's, 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 a, it's nice in this time that you have such strong community support for what you're doing, and it's critical in Peru. Is that, is that partly because of, of, of COVID and the impact it's had financially in some of these communities, or is, that, or is it really um, a bit more than that? No, COVID's definitely had a big factor, but I mean, Puno, where the, where the projects are, historically, you know, one of the poorer areas of Peru. I mean, they've got huge potential, yeah. um, but I mean, a lot of the communities around there are, you know, focused on farming yeah. and they know they're commercially, they're very commercially savvy. They know the value of lithium right. and they also like the, you know, the environmental side of it. You know, that sounds a bit trite to say, but they, you know, there's a real focus now that they could build a lithium industry in Peru Mm. based on these assets. So, you know, yes, the nice thing about Falchani is, well, you end up with a very pure, refined product that can go mm. straight to a cathode plant or, or uh, you know, a, a, a battery plant. So, you know, what do you do with that? Do you, do you, do you build some in infrastructure locally? I mean, that's, I think, what a lot of the locals would like to see happen. Yeah, I, I bet they would, but you, you have commercial economic decisions to make, sure. and, and that's, that's a yeah. waste down the line of gas. So what's actually happening on the ground in terms of money being spent? Yeah, yeah. so we are, we are about to launch uh, the next phase of drilling. So at Falchani, we want to do some infill and some extension drilling, right. and then we want to update the, the PEA for, uh, for that work. We want to move a lot of the inferred category up to measured and indicated. Okay. And we also want to bring in cesium and potash, which are two very strong byproducts, yeah. which were never in the last PEA. So if you look at the global cost curve, Falchani would be probably at the, at the top of the first quartile. So very strong on a cost basis, mm. but we believe it can be stronger still. And then mm. if we move the bulk of that asset to M&I, we can then very quickly move into feasibility because that will then be what provides us with the yeah. reserves we need. So how, how do you play this? Because we've seen so much M&A this year, mm -hmm. right? We've seen the Chinese pile, piling in, making bids left, right and center. We've seen a few counters coming from, from elsewhere as well. Do you, because you, you've, you've got a nice sizable project in the US too, and mm -hmm. geogra geographically well positioned. And, you know that yep. you, you say that you say that a lot, um, but with two assets, you, you can't both be your favorite child. Well, it's uh, yes, and uh, that's a great point. Um, but I mean, we are at the stage where you know in TLC, we're close on the PA side of things. We will deliver a maiden PA by the end of Q1. And at the right. same time, we can restate the PA and do the work in, in Peru. I mean, we have a, a healthy balance sheet. We okay. have the team that can, yeah. do, can do both. And then as we move from there, I would say Falchani. I mean, Falchani is obviously further ahead in the development cycle. And the one issue that you have in the US is how mm. long does it take to permit? Yeah. You know, so once you're through PEA, how quickly can you move that project into feasibility? So. 
If I'm a betting man, I would think we can do uh, get Falchani into feasibility first. Okay. However, there's also lots of moves in the states, as you know, yeah. to help the permitting side of things move faster. And we're looking at a number of options that would allow us to do the pilot work necessary in a lab environment or or in in another way that we yeah. we could short circuit the permitting. Y- you say that. Y- yeah. You say that about the states. I don't know. I don't know from state to state whether they're pro- they say, we want it, but not in our backyard. Yeah. We want to go green, but we, we don't want everything that it, it involves. So I, I don't know. So how are things in the States? This, the, the, like Nevada is the best state in the States. And the States is a wonderful mining jurisdiction once you have a mine built and you're in production. Right. The issue with the States is getting permitted, right. getting through the process and building these, these mines. Right. So they're at the stage where they're so far behind China and they have to bring on domestic supplies that there's a, a big, you know, uh, sea change, if you like, where they're very much, very much talking about bringing in funding, bringing in rules to help short circuit the permitting, but it hasn't happened yet. So right. that's, that's why I say for us, we love all that, and we think we're really well positioned to be, a, you know, the best of breed from an environmental perspective, which will help us through the permitting process. But, you know, we still have to see that actually start to yeah. to impact the permitting process. It's taken us a year to permit the next yeah. phase of drilling. Look, I, I, I have no doubt it'll happen, but the oh, pace yeah. at which it moves is, is quite slow in the States. Yes. And, um, you know, we are starting to see lot, political language and narrative ha- has changed, and it's, it is a yep. bit more pro mining especially for this absolutely green economy, which is great but it's not translating into movement on the ground which makes me think plateau was a much better acquisition than people realized yeah i mean for us and they were they were hampered they were frozen they were financially tight they were struggling yeah you came in did them a favor but i think it's done you a huge favor too yeah it, it has i mean I mean, don't get me wrong. We we have a lot of faith that TLC will sure. move forward. We'll get into production. I mean, because of where it is, we don't have a number of the environmental issues that some of the other projects have. Yeah. But Peru gives us that extra element. It gives us that diversity. Yes, there's been political change, and some people look at Peru and think there's some ju- jurisdictional risk. Mm. But it's a great asset. Um, you know, well, both are great assets. Um, it's a it's a jurisdiction that mining is such an important yeah. part, and you know we we are seeing a lot of support for the development of lithium in particular um, from the current government, from the opposition parties, from Parliament itself. Um, so you, you know, I I I I think it was a great move to diversi- diversify. Absolutely. Bring in, and that's not just from a jurisdictional perspective. I mean, some people still say, well, the claystones, until you actually have some of these projects in production, are a little bit unproven. Yeah. Um, so you bring in a, a hard rock um, as well from a mineralization perspective and a, in a very pure form. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a great mix. Well, that, that's, that's where we start. And I'm very conscious that you've got to dash back and, no and, and meet a uh, private investor. Yeah. Um, but I want to get something, one more thing out of you, which was, and you were sort of leading there, which was not only, um, you know, that diversification in terms of jurisdiction and also the, 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 the um, technical aspects of, mm-hmm. it, of the ore body, but also the technical team that you've brought in to advance things 
uh, TLC? Because yep. how are they getting on? They're better better than I could have imagined. Um, you know, when you when you buy something or merge something, there's always teething troubles and it always takes time. But I would mm. say the mix of personalities has been really good. I mean, mm. and we have some real characters, as you know. You do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, they're just working really but well the, together. The, the characters were substance. I give it. Yeah, give absolutely. You that, right? so. And they've added a lot of value, and it's mm. clear to the guys you know, in Nevada, mm. the strengths, you know, I mean, Lawrence and Ted and that team took a really unique style of mineralization to one of the purest battery grade projects out there. Mm. And, you know, they are coming in and they're doing some great work at TLC. I mean, a lot of the work we were doing was outsourced to labs. We had contractors helping us. A lot mm. of that skill set is now very much in, in house. And we're using labs in Peru that, you know, really, they're first rate, they move quickly, you know, so it's really helped us accelerate everything we're doing in Nevada on the Met side. Good man. Simon, so, you've got a dash. Thank you Lovely very much. Lovely to see you over here you fizzy too. and be shaking your hand. And well done, uh, Ireland beating the All Blacks. That was outstanding. It, it was never in doubt. <laughs>